<laughs> Hi guys and welcome to the first episode of Take Note. My name's Eve and I'm a music producer. Uh, I make music. <laughs> nice. I produce music, sort of. I mainly make beats. Uh, I rap and sing a little bit. What's your fucking name? Oh, I'm Finn. Sweet. <laughs> I'm Sam. I play guitar in a band called Park Bench. We've released a couple albums and they're going about as well as you can imagine. So, uh, How long have you been in the band? A uh, while, well, you know. Uh, we started it the year after I finished my GCSEs, I think. Mm. Uh, and then recorded our first album in the summer of 2017 or something like that. Where did you um, record it? We just recorded it in uh, in my mate's bedroom. Bedroom studio, like, no studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we had to release it on because we put it through DistroKid as well. So we needed a a name for a record label. So I thought of Box Room Records as the record label because oh, nice. we literally recorded it in this one yeah, yeah, box yeah, room, yeah. like literally, <laughs> literally like three meters by three meters, yeah. like nothing to it. So where the best music is made, though. There you go. Yeah, I mean Billy Eilish and it. Thing he did it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I so. saw him. I saw what's his name, Phineas. Yeah, I saw him talking, and he was like, and I kind of do relate to this. Yeah, is that in all like the sort of bigger studios, it's sort of like harder to get inspiration. Like we've experienced this, yeah, and just coming yeah, in yeah. because you spend an hour setting shit up yeah, and like <laughs> trying to figure everything out with like the millions of buttons. And that then are as there. soon as you hit record, pressure's on. It's like yeah, it's, and it's like it's like whereas when whereas when you're like in like a bedroom space and it's like comfortable and like you're sort of just in your just like zone time. and your environment time, you, you can yeah. do what you want and all you have to do is press record you don't have to fuck about like yeah. at all so. yeah you don't have that set up time you mm-hmm. literally just and it, it, it's like music you can't make music if you're not in the right mindset mm. like and what can take you out of that mindset is spending an hour fucking setting up the whole you haven't got fucking yeah, audio, audio, audio desk, yeah. it ruins the vibe definitely yeah. definitely but then again that's more reason to get in studio and practice more yeah yeah true like, I got to a point just before they closed where like it was getting in and I could do it in like 15 minutes and yeah it would actually be sweet we were nailing it but like now I've not been in studios for what like two two months now yeah. Yeah. no three months yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a dead one like I was trying to get as much studio experience while they were open um like uh, we recorded that bass guitar sample yeah, pack, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was the most boring like studio <laughs> work I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, but like hundred percent worth it though, you know, you just get the experience. But then like when we've been in the studio, um just making sure we're not forcing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's definitely. so important because it's obviously when you need to get something done, it's easier saying that when we haven't got any anything to answer to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so important just it needs to be like natural and stuff, you know. Why yeah, was it boring? Oh, know? mate, we did like oh, just was, 56 notes just Literally, over so it was recorded. <laughs> he, he needed a, a sample pack for his for one of his assignments and it was just recording every note on a bass guitar three times. Oh, so turning uh, it into an instrument. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember yeah, you doing yeah, that because like, it was like... Piano 4A, 4A. <laughs> but it was funny because oh. it, it had to be each note at three different like volumes. Yeah, but I had velocity. to get... Like velocity. But I had, yeah, 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 but I had to get like... I had to get the quiet one, the same quiet each time. Yeah. And it was so long. You actually oh, smashed no. it though. And like, yeah, I was thinking about Thank that. you very Did much for doing Did that. It it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked really well. There was a couple um, couple notes that were clipped. I'm not sure why. But um, it's sweet. The, uh, basically, did it all on contact. And there's a way to uh, 
like extend out notes so that if let's say your G sharp four fails, your F sharp or your F will can Just cover that one as well. I'll kick it um, nice. But like transposer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transposes it, which obviously isn't the best, but like it will do. You won't else. notice if you got if exactly. you got everything else like exactly. spot on. You won't notice like one note. Yeah, that's good shit. Like how how have you guys found things over the over lockdown? How do you feel like it's affected you? I'm not gonna lie, like and stuff. It's actually not affected me that much. Yeah. Mm. Like because I'm predominantly production side, I can just produce at home. Like, mm-hmm. Just being in the studio is just like an extra, just a nice thing. Yeah. So it's, it's given me like a lot of opportunities just to grind out as much music as I possibly can. Buy a um, £700 synth, you know, all, yeah, the, all yeah, the things yeah. that we need to do. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's, it's not been, like, I've kept myself so busy over lockdown, like it's not really felt like a a lockdown almost. It's yeah, yeah. just been, wake up music, go sleep music. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. What about you? Got hit hard, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so, uh, at the end of... Band. Yeah, around when uh, lockdown kicked in, we were supposed to be releasing our second album from the Jaws of Victory. Um, Banging album, we can going, I just say. There you go. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Get the plug every time. <laughs> um, and we were we were sort of ramping up, so we'd done the recording again in just in a bedroom, uni accommodation. Um, my friend Jake Barfield, the singer and songwriter, he... Uh, did a great job like mixing and mastering it all um but then lockdown hit and we were gonna be doing gigs and stuff like that to release it but all that got shut down yeah, so then yeah. we ended up just uh basically just shut it out in october <laughs> and uh yeah it's just plodding yeah, along yeah. i guess but it's tough for you guys because like that's that's your way of promoting it is by doing gigs yeah literally your, your band like it's, what it's so much it's... different for mm. producers rather than actual band performers and yeah. live performances. Was this the first lockdown or the most recent one? Yeah, it was, uh, it was the first one. So uh, it was at the back end of like last academic year, sort mm-hmm. of around June and that. I mean, we were, pl- we were planning on, um, you know, having it released and be doing gigs around like April, May sort of time. Mm. I think we were probably going to release it like 4th of April or something like that. But then lockdown just screwed it basically. So, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. What are you thinners? Honestly, like, I think in terms of, like, the first lockdown, it wasn't too bad because, I don't know, like, I wasn't really doing much music anyway. But, like, the most recent one where it sort of, like, it deprived me of, like, like, coming in and, like, learning studios and stuff, it wasn't too bad because I felt like it made me more comfortable with, like, making stuff at home and not relying on, like, my creativity to, like, come when I'm here and, like, I'm in, like, a creative space. Like, I can... Do you know what I mean? You adapt and you sort of make, like, like, whatever you got at home, your your creative space. So that was nice, to be fair, just, like, getting in discipline of just being able to create, like, wherever. So that was good. But at the same time, like, in terms of my course and just, like, development (laughs) and learning like all the stuff like practical stuff associated with studios just like it's just not ideal like you can't yeah, learn yeah, how yeah. to like you know like do a signal path like so yeah, on a screen you do that over a screen it's mad like, like you need to be able to see what you're pressing yeah. and like just yeah so it's i'm just glad to be it's, back now it's affected so much though like all the yeah. i mean not just not just university level going down to you know like primary school high school yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. had such an impact on it yeah. all mm-hmm. and 
yeah, I mean, for me personally, like what I've got out of this this year, it's it's just not been what you know what we signed up for. Yeah, but that's, everyone's in the same boat, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's what happens, I guess. Well, yeah, it's, it's a lot different for you, like you guys, because you're obviously rapping and you're obviously playing a guitar in an actual band where you actually need to be in a physical space mm. together. Yeah, yeah. I've been blessed because hitting it solo. Like, I've, obviously, I've been doing a bit of recording with you, Finn. Mm. Uh, obviously, and you as well, Sam. Obviously, we can't. We haven't been able to do that, but like, has just given me. Uh, I've just been focusing on my sound for mm. pretty much the past year now, and um, it shows though, you know. Like the, yeah, the quality definitely. you're coming out with now is know, so it's consistent. Mad. It's great. Cheers, yeah, yeah and I'm trying to trying to release track around like four to six weeks now. Every that banging one. Oh no, you were you were sort of messing about with your um, your like release schedules. You were trying to decide whether you were working with like four weeks or five weeks or three weeks. Or... Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was between like every every month or every two months. Mm. Um, I think. Every two months is a bit too long to wait. I um, I honestly want to get to the point where I'm releasing one, maybe even like every two or three weeks. Like yeah. just, I'll be but mad. then but then it's like they've got to be all quality. That's if you're gonna do you that, can't, you, you can't, can't sacrifice. Yeah. yeah, you can't sacrifice the quality. You know, I would 100% rather have 10 quality tracks out than 20 average ones. Like mm. some people say that quantity is actually more important though. Yeah, like, there's, there's an argument for both. Yeah, like, the, yeah. it's, it's it it is mad. Because the more the more stuff you put it out, like whether like in your minds, maybe yeah, you put out five tracks like in the space of like two months, like maybe one or two are not like as up to scratch as you'd like them to be. You only you will probably like be the be you, so you'll critical. be the yeah exactly yeah. You'll, you'll notice that more than other people and like most people like if they don't like the track they won't listen to it do you know what I mean and like it, yeah. and it's, it's it's completely random anyway like the tracks that you really really think are sick people like yeah, do you know what I mean people don't even rate so it's like my favourite tracks I've completely released, random anyway like my favourite ones out of all of them have done genuinely yeah. the worst yeah yeah exactly like, so yeah. I think just just Putting stuff out all the time, which I don't fucking do. So <laughs> I need to start doing. Like, yeah. I need to follow my own advice. It's just like, it's the way to go, really, probably. Yeah. At the same time, though, it's, it's making sure you're, you've got to be confident in what you're putting out, you know? And if you don't mm. feel like you're ready True. to put stuff out, then then you're not. Yeah, exactly. You know? if, you're not, if you're not absolutely gassed with the track, then how do you expect yeah. other people to listen to it and be gassed with it? 100%. You need to start releasing though more. Yeah, you make some absolute bangers. I'm like, trying. I'm trying. You got the rapping and you got the production side of it. I've got I've got some sick make. tunes, yeah. But um, like the girl that they're with is signed to a label, and like we can't release them. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Jazz. Is is. Wait, who is who is it? It's this girl called uh, Jazz. Shout out to you, Jazz. Oh um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, yeah, we've made some like okay. pre-suit tunes together, but like she's just once she's out of like the contractor, we sweet and we can release it all. But it's just like a long process because she was on, um, she was on like the semi-finals of The Voice in China. Oh, and, like, once you get to a certain level, like they sign you to some thing, but it was just a shit contract, and like she can't yeah. release like any music that she yeah, actually wants thing, to. Those- like, I, I, one thing for both of you is do do not get signed to a label. Just <laughs> yeah. get a track signed yeah, to a label. Yeah, just don't, the track don't rather sign than, your life away. It's and so... if you get offered an advance, like just 
do not fucking spend it because yeah. the amount of people that they get this huge advance and they think, oh, I, I've made it. Oh, yeah, it. I'm sorted. Yeah. Splash it all out. And then the label's like, oh, yeah, where's these 10 tracks that we want you to do? And yeah. then as soon as you can't produce them 10 tracks, they just keep you on. And then, yeah, you're now skin and you've got to make all these tracks and you can't sign to any other label. <laughs> Honestly, they're like art. criminals, man. It's like, it, it is. It's like, yeah. it's like a story where, like, some kids like selling drugs for a drug dealer and then they like, lose the the weed and then like they get like chased down and then the you're like trapped years. now isn't it? like that's what it's like it's literally like yeah i mean it's funny it's crazy <laughs> though i mean it's the it's the new industry we're in because it used to be about the the 18 month cycle of uh writing an album releasing it and touring with it and stuff like that but now it's like now everyone can listen to your stuff all the time whenever they want so if you're not consistently releasing stuff where you at yeah, so exactly. You, you've got to stay relevant now, mm. which is the weird thing. But yeah. And um, what's even more fucked is how little you get for for tracks, like through Spotify streams mm. or through album sales. That's, that's a whole nother it thing. Is, that, that's like, even whoa. more criminal. Like, mm. I've heard, though, that actually, like, although artists complain about it all the time, that... Spotify was kind of like a good thing for the music industry in general because it actually it's allowed artists to be more independent and not have to rely yeah, on labels yeah, so much. That's like, because distribution for independent artists before streaming yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. would be impossible. Like yeah. it's, but it's like it's given the opportunity that anyone can get into it and release right. But it also That's, means which just caused the problem. Like. It also <laughs> right. means you've got a, like a, like crazy saturated market. Yeah, yeah. For, like forty thousand songs, I think, a week mm. are uploaded to Spotify. Mad new songs a week. Mm. I'd have thought is it is it forty thousand? I thought it'd be a lot more than that. Like yeah, something like that. I mean, it was when I did this essay in first year. Like, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I reckon it's probably doubled by now because at the start of that, that wouldn't have been lockdown. Yeah, I mean, and that's true. The amount of people and the amount of lockdown DJs. Oh, everyone's a DJ now. Isn't everyone's it? a DJ. <laughs> yeah. You go Everyone to a party, a there's like five like, people standing yeah, there in the it? decks. Like, whoa, let me have a go. Like, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> so, no, I don't even beat match, boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't even use the seat button. Like. <laughs> Fuck, oh, so no jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying it's, it's even more annoying because I'm so guilty of it sink <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no 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 sink nah. it's like yeah, I mean, song skipping like now as well like the amount of people actually listen to a full song that's that's going down a lot you know yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, I think 50% of songs are skipped within the first 25 seconds oh. damn Yep. God, he's so got you best stats. make those first twenty he's seconds good. He came with the statistics. He's not. He's not even on his computer. He's, these are just coming straight from his brain. Man. People listening, just like, blows out. Blows out. That's funny. But tell us, tell us about the first time you released a track. First time I released a track. Yeah. Um, what would that be? I mean, it'd probably be the first. So the Park Bench first album. Um, so we recorded the demos for it the summer before, or we recorded two demos, um, and then Jake had a bunch of tracks already or songs already written, and then uh, we just spent the summer like two months tracking all the instruments, uh, and then we ended up doing like a little release party at a pub, which was nice. It was oh, kind of just sick. like it was probably sick. It was just sort of like family and friends, and it was yeah, nice. Yeah, it was a nice one. Uh, it was quite like when it's your friends and like family that. Yeah, you it know felt, they it felt actually good in, yeah. like your music and they're going to 
they're going to want to support you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it, it was great. It was, we did a, instead of doing like a performance or something, we just did a playthrough. So we hit play and then we performed like two or three of the songs or something. That's cool. But it was great this, because at the start of that first album, the, the first track is just, just one guitar. And then when the whole track comes in, it like the track just like explodes. Yeah, yeah. I just remember when we were like just listening to that first guitar, I was just like looking around like, yeah, we did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the whole thing comes in, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah we got it, we got it, it, guys. That's it. That's a nice moment. Like, yeah, no, you can't cool. beat that feeling. Yeah, yeah sure. it felt good. What about you, Finn? First, first uh, the first track I ever released. The first track I ever released was called Akuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be getting sued over that one. Right? Yeah, just. <laughs> and, uh, How long ago was that? Three years ago. Three years ago. Maybe, maybe more. But um, yeah, it was like, so it was just, I bought like a mic. Um, the same mic I have now, actually. I rode NTA one and um, set it up with Audacity. Shout out Audacity. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, just, like, recorded it over some, like, ripped beat on YouTube. I can't remember what one. I think it was a Flow Fills one. <laughs> and, yeah, put it out on SoundCloud and didn't show it to anyone. Because <laughs> I was too scared. <laughs> but, nah, like, and that was just the start, really. And then, like, I didn't start making beats until, like, probably, like, a year later. Yeah. Um, and just, like slowly built up like I never thought I was going to do music really like I always just loved it like yeah, I just yeah. really loved it and like like for me it was just always like sitting at a park or like in a mate's shed or whatever just like setting up a, a little mic passing it around just getting you know letting the beats go on for hours and hours yeah, just like yeah, yeah. writing bars trying to top each other yeah I remember you saying that you used like, to sitting your mate's shed and just literally just freestyle for ages for hours hours so, and we do it every night yeah. we do it every night and like, I do miss it to be fair because it's just fun and like that's that's how you end up with the you know like how rappers can just freestyle like endlessly yeah. that's where it comes from right? it's because yeah. they spend ages just sat with them just having fun with it like it's not even like yeah but like genuinely like I don't because I don't do that anymore I feel like I've lost some of that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. and you know, you focus on production like more and just, so yeah, just to be able to do that again would be would be nice to be fair. Yeah, yeah. It, it baffles me how, like listening to you just recording, you're just like, oh, I haven't learned anything, but I'll just freestyle over it. And then you just, <laughs> you just bust out this fucking two yeah. minutes of just straight fire. And I'm just <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, no prep required. Go on then, Eve Jones, first track you ever released. Um, Only got like a million streams. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 my, my first first track, well, I don't even know if I'd... I'd I, don't, I don't class it as my first release just because it was just that bad. It was a... Mm. Uh, I think it was a remix of a Calvin Harris tune. It was fucking awful. <laughs> was it Future Bass? Like, yeah, it was like Future House. Like, uh, I don't even... Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> I don't even... I don't even know like what you'd even call it, but... It was absolutely awful. Um, just whacked that on SoundCloud. What, what I classed as my first like proper release was um, Delta Two, um, which was about a year and where's that a half now? just over. Where's that at now in plays? So, uh, like one point five million. Shit. Which I I still like. It still hasn't even sunk in after. Yeah, sick. Like nearly two Bro, years. I played, out, yeah, like, did I tell you I played that to someone the other day and they were just like, yeah, I know it's June. I was like, 
Wait, that's my boy. Yeah, no, it's James. He's like, yeah, yeah. God, is in my playlist. Oh shit, man. Nah, no, I was. Yeah, no, I had some, I had some mad stories about that. One of my friends went on a date about a year ago, and it was this bird who um, was really into like tech house and house music, and uh, she was showing him some tunes that she liked. Nah. And one of them was Delta 2. <laughs> and um, he just sent me a message like, bro, you're not going to believe it, man. <laughs> but I honestly made my day. But, um, it's cool, just little moments like that, just appreciation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. But it was a, it was a weird weird release. Like I, it, it was really like out of the blue. Um, I kind of, I've made the track, I put it in, uh, I was in this Facebook group chat um, with a load of producers and uh, just whacked it on there. Everyone was absolutely loving it. Um, and then Panama just messaged me and was just like, absolutely love the track. When it's released, I'd love to put it in guest mix and play it out and everything. And then um, kept to listen to it and was just like, bro, I'm, I really like this track. Like, would you be up for working on it? And um, yeah, I ended up sending it over to him. And um, this was at the point where I wasn't, wasn't at the stage of releasing professional music mm-hmm. um wasn't wasn't the best at mixing like i could do a decent mix but no experience at all at mastering mm-hmm. um which obviously the panama helped out and did, so is panama the label no 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 panama's the other artist oh um, okay so yeah it was me me and panama he had connection with this the chill your mind uh collective mm-hmm which um, and one of their sub labels is Bounce and Bass, right? Uh, who actually are normally like side trance, like Melbourne bounce, like mm. proper heavy stuff. Um, but they just liked it that much. They were like, "Yeah, we want, we see potential in this and want to release it." Sick. And um, yeah, got, it's right? now it's now got it's now the most most played track on their label. <laughs> like, so, so what did it like? Why do you do you do you just think like it's just like just genuinely like the track was so sick that that's why it, like it blew up or do you think was there certain like decisions you I've, made that like might have I I've just genuinely think it was it was the, the label um, mm. obviously it's, it's the track was was decent and thanks I feel like a, debut, a was, debut track can reach pretty well though you know like when 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 it's when it's a, a producer's like first first thing you're hearing and it actually bangs yeah, it makes yeah, it bang yeah. harder you know because it's like yeah true Kingdom got <laughs> yeah no it was it was you you want to find a label that releases like maybe six tracks a year mm-hmm. because you know that they're going to put so much effort right. into that, releasing that and I think that's what it was I think at the time they'd only released like they'd released like two or three tracks a year mm-hmm and I think it was just the promo and just how well they did it. It was unbelievable. Like it got played on Kiss FM, like Ibiza Radio, all of these, all of these radios, like Rinse That's FM. That's crazy. Um, and and it's, it's, it was my first track. Like so, that it can't have been can't have been me. Like I didn't, have, I didn't have a single follower on Spotify. Um, I assume that they're still promoing it because it's mm. still getting ridiculous amounts of streams like mm-hmm. it's doing better than a lot of my tracks that I've released now like, how did you end up in that um, like the Facebook group for producers like how do you so 
like the way I the way I started off was introduced to music was through uh, my best mate Zach. Shout out to Zach. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he introduced me to all these guys, and they were they were all made future house, um, which I was kind of kind of into, kind of not at the time. I don't know. It was just everyone in the music industry that I knew made that, and everything that I learned from them would always be just about future house. Um, so I made. So I like Future House, bit of Deep House, uh, and then just ended up switching to um, Tech House. What but, made you um, switch? Um, I just, I love the genre. Like, it's mm. just hearing just all these unreleased Fisher tracks from time ago, just, it's like, yeah, this is the music I want to mm. make. Like, just That's music it. that you can play at a, a festival. And I feel like with Future House, like, you just, it's not really a, a festival or like a club club track it's more of like I don't even know how to describe it and obviously it's just personal preference and mm. but yeah, I don't know just hearing hearing just tech house tracks for the first time just instantly in love with it mm. who's been paid for doing music I think we all have haven't we yeah 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 I have stuff boys at some point it was actually it was pretty recent to be fair I think it was recent well actually I'd say the first time I properly got paid for music was, well, not properly got paid for music, but got paid for music was like a tenner for letting some guy come round to my uni dorm and like engineer something for him, <laughs> yeah. type beat, which I still do. So, <laughs> but I've been making money, like a little bit of money recently just from, yeah, literally just like renting out the little bedroom stew to people. Nice. And people love it, to be fair. Like, let them smoke inside and they'll fucking, they'll come down. Where are you advertising it? Honestly, I'm not even. Like, it's just, I just know. Just friend, you, friend. Yeah, you know you just, so yeah. many people. It's just, mad. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, you do, bro. Like, you, you got connections with, like, I am DDB. Like, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Well, you, had, you had a studio session with, didn't you? With I, I had a studio session with someone who's got a few tracks with her. I wasn't in the yeah, same Yeah, there you room. go. Like, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. an <interesting laughs> connection to Yeah, nah, he, um, nah, he's called that guy. Yeah, mm. fucking Blind Mike. Uh, I was in a session with him through uh, some people I've like sent beats to in the past, like Dream 26, like Creative Collective from London, who are sick, by the way. Like, you should check out their stuff if I haven't showed you already. But... Um, yeah, man. And then, like, the most amount of money I've probably made was just over the summer when I was just literally spending, like, eight hours a day making beats in my room because yeah, there's just yeah, nothing yeah. else to do over yeah. lockdown. Like, I was just spending ridiculous time. I sent, like, a beat pack of, like, 50 beats to people um, and probably made, like, 200, 300 quid, just, like, Madness selling sucks. those just over a few weeks, which was nice. But it's just hard to be consistent with selling beats. Yeah, and it's yeah, also yeah. like, I feel like in the age of like type beats, you can be a producer, but yeah. what are you really doing? You're selling type beats to people like on the internet who like might be shit and who aren't necessarily serious musicians. Yeah. So like, I'm not saying that everyone that uses type beats is not a serious musician because like there's plenty of sick people that have done stuff over like YouTube beats. Like there's plenty of like major artists who still use like type beats on YouTube. So 
I don't know. I just think if you want to be like serious as a producer and you want to, it's it's about like what what your priorities are. If your priorities are like making money, then fair, yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But like, if your priority is making sick music with people, then you got to sort of like be more smart about it. But that that's what I think stands out about you is like not only are you sick at rapping, but you make some fucking fire beats. Like. <laughs> Thank you. And I know you were saying yesterday that you, you don't like spitting over your own tracks. Yeah. But it's because I've listened to it too much by the time I get yeah, to write yeah, into no, it. Like. I, I really get that, but you, you need to because, like, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the shit that you make is actually fire. And like, especially as your main focus, obviously your main focus has been more on the production side, mm. but like, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing is, it yeah. back. I'm lying. I'm like, I'm just trying to get sick of everything, which takes longer. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, like have, like trying to write every day, trying to play every day, trying to fucking. Do you That's know what, what I mean? It's, all it's about. hard. Just like, keep yeah, at yeah, it. Like, yeah. even if even if you sit down for three hours and you don't make fuck all, like you learn from it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And like, you're, you're you might have it. made some loop that. You couldn't do anything with at the minute, but like, like, like yesterday, I literally made like, um, that that one that I want you to play on, Sam. Fucking, oh, yeah. um, I made that, and I was like, and then I made it along with like three other beats, and I was like, nah, this is all dead. Yeah. And then like, I came back to it at, like ten o'clock at night, and I was like, uh, you know, like, yeah. so it's, you, I could go somewhere with this, and then I just like, this is just messed about with some sounds, and I was just like, keeping yeah, all of it, and I was like, feeling it, all of it, because exactly because you never know, like something could be, and and like just trying to take every single opportunity, because if I if I had thought, oh no, fuck it, I'm just gonna go to bed earlier, I wouldn't have made that, and I wouldn't yeah, have had yeah, that. Exactly. So, like, do you know what I mean? It's just it's taking every opportunity, because every opportunity is like could exactly be gold. you re- recycle anything, like yeah. the amount of shit that I reused from. Like literally back in the day when I used to make Future House, like I still use some of those weird patches that I've made mm-hmm. and use them in like Tech House tracks and mm. liquid drum and bass tracks and like it's 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 mad. It's good stuff. Like, one thing I did the other day was organise all my files. And, uh, it's always a long job. I put all my kicks together and all. It was oh, a long ass so process. So long, I hate fucking. But it was so good because I could get rid of all this just excess clutter that I just. Do you sort by like? Like, do you sort by like kicks, snares, hats, claps, whatever, or do you sort by like gen, like genre or like vibe and like? Nah, I scrapped the genre thing. Just really, literally, just because it doesn't matter. Like, I, if there's a hip hop kick. Like there was one the other day, and I used it in a tech house track, and like I just changed the transients of it, and like right, it's just yeah, it, it just had yeah. that thump that, and like it, it genuinely like. I mean, that's one thing I've been stopping doing is like limiting myself through genres. Well, like, yeah, like you're mm. not gonna you're not gonna make something like super original if if you're using a, a like whatever a hip hop perk in a hip hop beat. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. if you if you bring in some other stuff, then yeah, exactly. It's, it's mm. gonna make something unique. You know, give that different flavor right. or a different sound to it. You know? Exactly. Add a bit of nice bit of flair to it. Like. Mm. Yeah. Flavor. Flavor. <laughs> <laughs> This is the part of the podcast called Flipping Hell. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where we flip samples that Sam's going to give us. And I might rap over them. We'll see. So for the final segment, Sam's recorded some samples uh, that he's done the past couple of days. Uh, we'll play those for you. And then next week, me and, uh, me and Finn will have a track made out of those samples.
So we've got like a fat chord that I just took from this thing I was recording for my studio lesson. <laughs> then, oh yeah, Eva's saying we wanted some like two chord loops because um, they just like, two chord loops just, they just loop really nicely. Are we not gonna like show each other until like we're recording and then we'll just we'll get the immediate reaction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, ain't yeah. showing you shit until yeah, the yeah. <laughs> <Until laughs> <we're> day. <laughs> but yeah, this is this has been the podcast. Take note.